when a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so-called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love 80s. Yeah! 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 Yeah, 80s metal, like Metallica. Yeah! Yeah! What do you call this? Well, this piece is called I Lick My Love Pump. It's gonna be abrasive, it's gonna be sickening, it's gonna be hard to listen to, it's gonna be aggressive, and it's gonna fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. All right. Oh, here we are. We're live. Woo-hoo. Nobody's joined us yet. It's been five <laughs> seconds. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Hey, Summertime Podcast. Welcome to the YouTube Live version. Yes. Um, thought thought we'd take this opportunity to kind of chat on video about Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, we don't talk about them enough. Yeah. Clearly. We've done like three episodes and that's not enough. Yeah, it's not enough. Not good enough. Yeah. Gotta make the gods happy. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, they're our favorite band. Yeah, right. Still. You haven't figured that out (laughs) by now. You're not listening closely enough. Yeah. So yeah, we saw them a couple nights ago in uh, Pittsburgh. Yep. uh, The PPG Paints Arena. Yep. Which used to be Mellon Arena. Yep. First time back in Pittsburgh in 14 years. Yep. Since the Saint Anger tour, yes, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Um, it was a great show. Yeah, um, as always. This was the first time in a while that we've actually been in the stands. Yeah, for a Metallica show. That's, um, a, that's a good point. Yeah, we usually uh, try to get floor, but they've made some modifications to their fan club. We're definitely members of the fan club, and we, uh, you know, of course, we're going to remain members of the fan club for life, but. Uh, a few years back, they changed things up a little bit and made it uh, a little more, well, I don't know. I was going to say a little more difficult to get on the floor, but it's just a matter of how it used to be compared to how it is now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's free now, which is a plus. Yeah. But it used to be you pay about 50 bucks a year, you get four printed magazines, but the biggest perk, I thought, was um, access to kind of exclusives and things like being able to get on the floor very easily. Yeah. Because in 2009, we saw him in D.C. We showed up about an hour before the show. Um, walked yeah. up and they said, Here, here's, if you guys are, are members of the fan club, here's a wristband. You guys can just basically waltz right in, yep. and walk up to the rail, yep. and you're good to go. And that's exactly what we did. Yeah, it was amazing. It was super easy. Got a really good spot on the rail. Yep. There were no issues with people moshing against us. Or right, else. right. <laughs> Great. Uh, and nowadays it's more like, well, we're back to this sort of get there 10 hours early, wait in line yeah. and hope you get a spot. So I was like, I'm not doing that this time. No. And it was an extra, what, like 30, 40 bucks just to get the floor seat. Yeah. And you it was know. already expensive enough. And I, you know, we've seen them. We've had plenty of experiences where we've seen them mm-hmm. up close and personal. Yeah. So, absolutely. uh, we're, we're considering ourselves lucky now just to be able to still see them live. Yeah. Um, absolutely. they're getting up there in age, so. Yeah, my first show was 30 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm happy, to, I'm happy they're still doing it, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, in fact, last time we saw them in D.C., um, gosh, what was that? Almost 10 years ago. Yeah, 2009. 2009. So, yeah. Yeah, man. God. <laughs> I know. It's been a while since we saw them in an arena. Um, but anyway, we can talk about more uh, metallic experiences we've had. Um uh, one thing I wanted to kind of start off with was our night uh, on the 18th, October 18th is when we saw them, Yep. and kind of what we experienced going in this time. Yeah. So uh, we're staying at a hotel, we Ubered there, had a very friendly Uber driver, Yeah. <laughs> very talkative, <laughs> uh, dropped us off, we walked right in, and immediately, like, the merch booth is right there. Yeah. So like, oh, shit, well, we got to look at that, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, and the line wasn't very long, thankfully. Um, we were probably six or seven deep in, in the line, and we're looking at everything, and of course I got a shirt, and they had really, really good merch this time, actually. Yeah, actually, if you guys if you guys haven't seen them yet, when you go to the merch booth, there are there are shirts that are unique to each show. Yeah. Like, the, um, the one I got has a pus head skull, but sort of, like, embedded in the skull, 
is the Pittsburgh flag. City flag, yeah. Yeah, the city flag is kind of embedded. And they, if you look at the past shows, they've had like Wisconsin and yeah, yeah, whatever it was, Bismarck, whatever it was. Right. Um, they have their own color scheme and, and flags embedded just like this Pittsburgh one. So yep. for me, if you're, if you're going to get a shirt, I would get that one because it's obviously it's unique to the show that you went to. And the back is specific to the show. It says right. the date and says Pittsburgh PPG Paints Arena. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That, well, that was the one I almost got. Yeah. I didn't get that one, but I did get a poster. They're selling posters that are unique to each city as well. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with the city on the posters, no, so, but it's so just, to speak, but it says the actual date at the bottom, yeah. you know, the date of the concert that uh, that poster was, was sold at. Yeah. And I got up to the front of the line. I wanted that poster, so I was like, all right, I need that shirt, and I need that poster. And the guy walks over, and he's, like, looking for where the box of posters is, and he's, like, realizes, oh, it's the last one, so he grabs the last one off the display rack. And the guy behind me, <laughs> clearly one of the posters, he was like, fuck! Yeah, he's no! Like, he goes, did you get the last one? Yeah. And you said, yeah, and he went, fuck! <laughs> he was not pleased that yeah. I got the last one. But, I mean, that wasn't the only Birch or <laughs> Merch booth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Merch booth, merch booth, yeah. uh, merch booth in the entire building, which the guy told him. He's like, yeah, you can yeah. go around the corner and there's more of these. There's other ones, relax, yeah. dude. And they're selling cool. Um, I don't know if the, I think this might be for black ticket holders only. There's a special black ticket where you can get that's like 500 bucks and it gets you access to the floor to any Metallica show on this tour, which is yeah. actually very um, reasonably priced. Yeah, consider to do that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you have that ticket, I think there's a foil poster you can get, which yeah. is this really cool um, kind of. The way it looks is just, it's kind of, uh, well, it's foil. So yeah, it's, it's like a foil inlay. It's almost metallic looking. Yeah. You know, if anybody's familiar with like baseball cards that are foil inlaid. Yeah. It's like that. So I think they're doing that specifically. I think, I may be wrong about that, but I think they're doing that for specifically only uh, black ticket holders. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on that if you are going to the show. Yeah. Anyway, so we hit the merch booth and then we're starving. We haven't eaten since, <laughs> I hadn't eaten since like breakfast. Yeah, I, I had lunch, but. So, um. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're like, all right, we got to get some food. And at this point, it was like 7.15, I think, right? And the ticket said 7.30, 7.30 was start time. So yeah. we're like walking up to, kind of strolling up to get our seats, not really rushing. And as we're walking up, we hear Jim Brewer, who's yeah, the which, opener. Yeah, Jim Brewer was the opening. Yeah, like this so this tour they're doing, uh, in case you didn't know, they're doing only, uh, Jim Brewer is the only opening act. Yeah, it's almost like... And on the Black Album tour when they had yeah. the, uh, it's almost like an evening with it is yeah in a way yeah. you know it's a little bit more because the Jim Brewer thing runs for a good hour and a half yeah but. I think they even probably took from that because they you know on the Black Album tour they had the backstage like you know video they, camera and yeah. Lars would be like what's going on yeah they, they you know? did that again it was, yeah, yeah. That was so kind I, of a throwback it was kind of I think cool. they may have thought about that and thought well how can we improve upon that a little bit yeah and the fact that Jim Brewer was there on the, the evening with or I'm sorry the uh, 30th anniversary yeah Metallica shows which yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about in a bit here but yeah um, anyway, so we walk up to our seats and we're like, well, he's already on stage. Yeah, he's already there. He's and we knew that there was a, there's this burger place called Burgatory. Yeah. And we really wanted to get something from them. But we're like, well, shit, they're already on stage. Yeah. And he's already like, and you know, there's audience participation stuff that they're doing. So yeah. I'm like, I was kind of looking forward maybe to, you know, I, my chances were not yeah, great, I'm knows. sure. But, you know, it could have been cool to be actually, you know, participate in the, the pre-show events. And yeah. So we're like, well, shit, we got to get something. So we rush over and like, it's just like typical Sports Dang. arena, yeah, like food, arena food. <laughs> so we like chicken tenders and fries for seventeen dollars. For seventeen dollars, <laughs> like, well, okay, yeah. So between the shirt and my my seventeen dollars chicken fingers, yeah, I already spent fifty seven dollars. Right, right, <laughs> it's like, man. So anyway, we get to our seats, and again, really good seats, um, like row ten, I think. Yeah, um, and it allowed us to really see the stage. Yeah, and, which was cool. Yeah, it was a really cool stage show. Yeah, uh -huh. the stage show is, is really cool. But so Jim Brewer was up there doing, um, <clears throat> if you don't know Jim Brewer, look him up because he's hilarious and yeah. he loves Metallica. He actually yeah. incorporates them into his comedy sets um, a lot of times. He does a really good Lars impression. Yeah, and, yeah, James impression. Yeah, I mean, his big thing all night is basically just going, yeah, and then letting the audience go, yeah, yeah. and then, ooh. <laughs> so there was a lot of that going on and uh, he was like looking for people in the crowd. He'd ask who the oldest member or oldest fan was and oldest, uh, youngest fan was. And, yeah. Pick some people out and did that. And then um, they had a DJ, I guess, a guy who was just playing metal records all night. Um, yeah. And they were doing some audience participation with that, too, letting the crowd sing along to certain songs. So that was fun. Yeah, it's cool. And, um... I mean, the opening bands in the past have been hit or miss. It's yeah, like, I wanted to talk about that. Like, it's been, like, I mean, for every 
good band like Machine Head, you had your Godsmacks, you know. Right, so, exactly. Like, you just kind of crapshoot with who's going to open for them. So. Right, I think ultimately I was happy with this. Yeah. Only because the chances of getting an actual good opening band were not great. Yeah, like Friday the 15th. So I'd rather, I'd rather spend time watching a funny comedian and having, you know, doing some interesting audience participation stuff. I'd rather watch that than sit through some boring opening band that I don't like. Yeah. You know, especially, so. yeah, yeah. Which is Unless it was Ghost. Yeah, which <laughs> really... Which in Europe, they're doing that. Yeah, and <laughs> timing-wise, would have been perfect. It would have been, Because yeah. the Ghost album just came out a, couple, a few months ago. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I guess Ghosts are doing their own thing right now, so... Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, we did that. Um, but before we move on to Metallica coming on stage and talking yeah. about this show, let's talk about some past concert experiences. Um... Yeah, of which there have been many. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask, how many times did I... <laughs> I've lost count. Yeah, it's, I was going to say... It's not like... I mean, there's people I know who've seen them in, you know, the hundreds, hundreds so yeah. I'm not like, <laughs> but it's like probably close to 30. Yeah, I think for me it's like 21 or 22, Yeah. so I'm sure for you it's probably in the 30s. It's probably 30, yeah. Yeah. I, I can sit down and count them all, but I, I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have the luxury to be able to travel yeah and, like the entire east coast i'd love to do that oh yeah and awesome. if i could have afforded it, i definitely would have bought the black ticket and taken some time off and you know travel to they're playing buffalo and albany and or, uh, philadelphia state and state college state college so they're playing a bunch of places in in the area which is great and i know some of our friends are taking the, taking the opportunity to, to do that and that's awesome but yeah i just don't have the luxury or free time or money to be able to do that so yeah can't money. work out this time yeah. but uh well yeah so We've seen them a bunch of times. Yeah, my first time. If you listen to the podcast, we've talked about this before, but um, 88, Monsters of Rock. Um, it really should have been 86 on the Aussie tour, but uh, I got kind of screwed out of that. Mm. Well, they, they, he came twice. Ozzy came twice. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the times we were on vacation. We were going to oh, beach. okay. The other time, I just wasn't asked. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know why. They just were like, meh. Yeah. You know, and then I didn't get to go. Oh, that sucks. Uh, but yeah, 88 was my first time. Um, your first time was... Well, we talked about that on... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last... Episode 10. Go listen to episode 10. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it again. <laughs> you have to go back and listen. Yeah. I'm going to make you yeah. do work. We can't say it was 89, so it was almost 30 years ago. Yes, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was almost 89. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, one of the most interesting experiences I've had at a concert. <laughs> um, go listen and find out. Go listen and find about. out, yeah. yeah. But there are more. Um, I can think of one specifically... In 2004, yeah. right? That, yeah. Or was it November 2003? It was 2004. It was... Uh, was it March or something like that? Something like that, yeah. It was cold out. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was March. Yeah. It was in Roanoke. Roanoke, Virginia. They, yeah. I don't remember if it's like Roanoke Civic Center or something like that. Was, but yeah. they were touring on the St. Anger Tour. It's kind of similar to what they did this time around. Um, they were hitting cities they don't normally hit. Yeah. And they were hitting... We knew they were hitting Roanoke. I don't think they had announced they were coming to D.C. yet. Because they did come to D.C. on that tour, too. They did, yeah. We were um, like, I guess we better go to this one. Cause yeah. We, yeah so. We're like, well, we better go because who knows what we're going to do if they're going to hit D.C. So yeah. we made sure to hit Roanoke, and um, we did get floor at that show. And uh, we didn't get early access, though. Mm -hmm. I don't remember why, but... Yeah, I'm not sure why. <clears throat> maybe because it was so far away, it was hard to get down there. Yeah, so. maybe. I don't know. But we got in, and, you know, we were on the floor, um, and we were kind of far back, so I was like, let's get try to get closer. Yeah. And... Um, Sab they kicked into Sabbath True, and we're like trying to get close to the stage. And right around us, right in the Sabbath True, this marsh pit just opened up. This, <laughs> during this circle Sabbath pit, True, yeah. During it was just like no, you know, maybe Damage Incorporated made it made more sense or something. But yeah, the Sabbath True. Yeah, so like this circle pit opens up right in front of us, and I'm trying to navigate my way around <laughs> it, and like pushing people out of my way. And this guy comes out of nowhere, and like I look to my right, and this guy's like I'm coming straight for me, and I see all I see is the bottom of his head. And I look, and his bottom of his head, his bald guy, bottom of his head just yeah. hits me right in the chin. Yeah. Like, wham! Almost like an uppercut right to the chin. Yeah. And I got knocked back, and I was, like, a little woozy, and I was like, right, well, I, didn't, I didn't get knocked out or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, it hurt like hell. And I stepped back, and I'm like, oh. So, I'm like, oh. But I'm still trying to make my way to the front. Like, I'm determined to get closer. Yeah. And um, at one point, I put my hand on my chin. And I pull back, and it's, like, covered in blood. Yeah. Like, my hand is just yeah. bloody. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> I think my first thought was, why was my hand bleeding? <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait. 
That's right. I got knocked in the chin, and I put my hand back to my chin, and it's like wet with blood. And I'm like, oh, uh, crap. So I think I show Tim, and like we walk and find an EMT, and he looks at it like he looks at my chin, and he goes, you'll be right. Just go to the ER after the concert. I'm like, yes! <laughs> like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. So I race back in, and but afterwards we have to go it's like midnight when the show oh, ends yeah, and was... we have to find the emergency room we're sitting in the waiting for three hours oh my god it was insane like 3 a.m i finally go in and i get 10 stitches in my chin <laughs> my chin got cut open bad i don't you can't really see a scar yeah. <laughs> too much hair right there yeah <laughs> but there is a scar right there from yeah. so i have i have battle wounds from yeah. metallica concert which is good um yeah, so, that was a long night. What about you? Any experiences? Oh, yeah. I mean, tons of them. 2004 was weird because uh, I had a, had a business trip to St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, it was weird. We got there, and we are like, just find a local rock station because we're driving to where we're going. Yeah. And they keep talking about Metallica. They're like, yeah, Metallica. I'm like, these guys like Metallica a lot. And they keep <laughs> talking like, they start saying like, well, who's going to the show? You know, I'm like, oh. what show? What are you talking about? And, uh, like, we got tickets for tonight's show. And I'm like, tonight's show? In St. Paul, Minnesota. And I'm like, uh, well, I'm going to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we went there and got like super, super nosebleeds. They got me and the guy oh, I was yeah. with. And, yeah. like, and then he was kind of weird. Because mm. he's like, let's go try to get closer. And like, you can't. You, have you can't see that, yeah. Yeah, so it got really odd. It was a really strange Metallica show because I was with him. Yeah. And he's like, let's just go. Walk. And people are like, you can't be here. Get out of here. And that kept happening. I'm like, can we just go back, yeah, sit right. down, and watch just the show? Enjoy the show, yeah. Yeah. So we eventually did. But um, it's still cool to see him at so impromptu like that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. see Metallica tonight. I didn't know that. Right, right. And that's actually the second time that's happened. That happened in uh, in 92 when uh, me and my brother Steve went to Louisville for something completely different. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Like, oh, Metallica's in town. <laughs> what? We're going. <laughs> and actually, that was weird because we, we already had tickets to see them. Uh, in April at the Capitol Center, but this was in March. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, I get to see him. No, oh, nice. Yeah, nice. so we just went down Similarly. to the show, and of course there's scalpers, and this guy actually had really good seats, and they were cheap. Oh, wow. Like 25 bucks. Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah, okay, I'll do this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, super cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's been droughts, too, where there's years where we didn't see them. Well, this past one, I mean, I was saying the other day, I haven't seen them I saw them, saw them in quotes uh, in D.C. on, oh, yeah. they did the concert for Valor, which yeah. was like this free concert in D.C., and I happened to be in D.C. for work. So I was like, well, I'll go. Um, and I, I met up with my friend, our friend Justin from uh, Damage Intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we met up, and it was like, you know, it was a free concert and, and on the lawn in D.C., and it was basically like Eminem, Rihanna, uh, like, a country guy, I don't remember the country yeah. act, and it's just a bunch of popular yeah. pop acts, right? Yeah. And Metallica happened to be in there. The only thing I could take away from that show, I didn't even see them. I couldn't even see them. I was so far they back. TV, right? Yeah, they had big monitors, so you could watch the monitors, and that's what I did because I couldn't even see the stage. I was so far back, and I think they had it roped off, so only like the really good seats were only for VIPs anyway. So even if I tried to get close, it wouldn't have been that bad. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> the one takeaway I remember without showing, I may have talked about some of the previous episodes, how loud they were. Yeah, yeah I did talk about that on yeah, episode did, 10. They, is like, they came out and it was like, boom. <laughs> like everyone before then, you could chat with your friends while they were playing. Like, <laughs> Not Metallica. Like Rihanna's up there. And you're like, yeah, this is pretty good, right? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. And then uh, Metallica comes on and it's like, no, you're not talking to anybody. <laughs> loud as shit that's awesome awesome um awesome so that was that was really fun um but that was 2014 i think yeah that sounds right and before that i hadn't seen them since 2011 yeah and that was the big four in new york that september and that december which will we can segue into yeah this concert but yeah Yeah, that was my last before this show in pittsburgh my last time seeing them was 2011 in san francisco at the 30th anniversary uh, shows which was that's to me that's that's well my, my favorite show of seeing them was March 989 because that was when I got to meet them right, it was right. like that whole First thing time really seeing them yeah, yeah just awesome yeah. that's like you can't really top that right in terms of like nostalgia and yeah, yeah, experience yeah. and all that yeah. that's not that's just really special right. but in terms of like just holy shit yeah <laughs> the Fillmore shows the 30th anniversary in San Francisco those were like whoa that was very well talk special. a little bit about what that was exactly how they put that together and uh yeah that was obviously the 30th anniversary and um 
Yeah, there's some really unique things they did with that because number one, this is good. This goes back to what we we're saying before with the fan club. Yeah. The way I got to get them to, to get the tickets to see them was basically if you're a fan club member, that's the only way you're getting tickets. Number one, yep. that's it. Yep. You have to be in the fan club to get the tickets. Yep. Because so, the film only seats like it's what two thousand. Yeah, it's a it's a small theater. Right. I mean, yeah. It's you know. So that was cool too, just seeing them in that kind of intimate setting. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But um, so and it, it, all right off the bat, it's cool because you're like, all right, well, I'm a, I'm a fan club member. I've been a fan, a member of the fan club since the beginning, so that's obviously a perk. And you basically just entered a drawing. Yep. And they're like, well, good luck, and we'll let you know. Yeah, and if you win, you can buy tickets, and the tickets were like ten bucks a show. It was. It was. Um, it was were, really cheap. It was right? twenty dollars for four tickets. Yeah. Yeah. It was ridiculous. no. I'm sorry. It was. 1981 was the price. Oh, right. That was the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was 1981 was the price. That was when they formed. So, yeah. yeah, for four nights. Four nights of seeing Metallica yeah. play different songs each night. And songs each, they'd never played live before. Yeah, and four, and four <laughs> quote-unquote new songs that were basically um, kind oh, of yeah, the, throwaways from Death Magnetic. Yeah, um, Beyond Magnetic. The Beyond Magnetic stuff, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I got an email saying you got, you, you basically won the ability to buy tickets. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I'm going. Yeah, I'm right, going. right. Um, yeah, that was unbelievable. And then they had all these special guests. You know, yeah. like Ozzy was on, was up there, and um, oh gosh, so many. Tyler Danzig was there. Yeah, um, I think the night we saw him, it was well. The night, I'm sorry, I I went to one night. Yeah, I got him. I let him. Well, my wife went. I, basically, I got two tickets, so my wife was going to go, but she's like, I'm going to give my ticket away for two of the nights. Right. So you got one, and my brother-in-law got one. Yeah, and I decided to go opening night, which I think was like a Wednesday or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But uh, was it the Saxon or something? The singer from Saxon? No. Who was it that came up tonight? I was there. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, that was the. Um... Oh no, that was the guy from Diamond Head. Okay. There was the guy from Diamond Head came up and they did like two or three Diamond Head songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so many special guests. Like Jason came back for that show. Yeah, of so course they... Dave Mustaine. And Dave Mustaine was a big one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. They had done the big four at that point, so he'd already been on stage with them. Yeah. You know, that was a big thing uh, when they you know they did the big four and for the first time in like 30 years. Dave Mustaine was on stage with them, but that that happened again at the at the 30th anniversary yeah, show. Yeah, this time and, he played like five Metallica songs with them. Right, and that's what was really cool about this is such a, it was such an intimate setting that a lot of our friends and I think even Pam, your wife, ran into like pe- like just famous musicians just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, she ran across uh, Scott Ian. Right, like, he just was, runs he was, into he was Scott Ian. Jason Newstead was walked walk by, right by her. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. like Pepper from Ke- uh, Pepper Keenan from COC. I know that one of our friends from. The Virginia Fuel fan club, I can't remember, I think it was Dawn, just said she was just chatting with, or maybe even Joanne actually said that she was, or Joanna said that she was chatting with Keenan, like Pepper Keenan for like yeah. like a half an hour just hanging out. Yeah. Just having a beer yeah. with yeah. Pepper Keenan from COC, no big deal. Yeah. That's what's so cool about that. Yeah. And, uh, and just, that, uh, the Jim Brewer thing at this show, where he brings people up on stage, they did that at the the Fillmore stuff too. And yeah. A lot of the Virginia Fuel people were the people who were picked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. And I think that had to do again with, um, legacy membership in the fan club. Yeah, and, absolutely. And they kind of know who's been in the fan club for so long. Like, well, yeah. this is who was going to be on stage. Oh, and also on that show, um, they did this thing where you got to kind of uh, record yourself playing an instrument. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. So, and then whoever they picked would get to go on stage and play with them. Yeah, so, that was amazing. Uh, I did a, I tried to get on there and play drums. We both but, did, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't. What's, fun, what's funny about that is I picked a song on bass. <laughs> really? I think it was because I knew there would be a ton of guitar players entering yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was a good idea. I was like, I don't know how many bass players are going to be. And I was, we were, you know, we mentioned in previous episodes, we've, um, you know, we do this Metallica jam band thing, uh, Damage Intoxicated. And yeah. So in that band, not a lot of people play bass, and I decided, well, I'll just pick up bass and yeah. start playing some stuff. And it was <laughs> cool because I got to learn a lot of Cliff stuff, and it's really fun to play. So I happened to learn, we were doing Orion, uh, at one of our jams coming up, and so I had I knew I knew it really well, so yeah. I recorded myself playing that. Of course, didn't win, but <laughs> yeah. But I thought what was funny about that was that so the guitar players came up and obviously played with Metallica, but Kirk and James played with them, so yeah, it was yeah. basically three guitar players. Um, same with bass. Yeah. Um, you think like with drums, you can't really have two no. drummers, but they did. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, and they, the people chose Blackened. Oh, and wow. you got to choose the song you wanted to play. Also, that was the thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to play. On if I win, I want to play this song. Yeah. So yeah, the drummer, it was. A, I think it was a girl actually. I think so. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it a, like a tandem thing? Like yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the guy right. played guitar and the girl played drums. Yeah, that's right. And they played Blackened. Yeah. And James was like, man, they didn't choose like Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah. They chose Blackened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, that was cool. But it's funny because their version of Black and Live is not the studio version. No, <laughs> whenever that's they play true. Black and there's chunks that are taken out. Right. Like, I think because they're so complex, and they're yeah. just like, eh. Yeah. So I think the drummer was like, oh, what's happening? Because <laughs> <laughs> remember Rob was looking at the girl like, uh, you know, stop yeah, here, yeah. stop here, stop here. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, those shows were absolutely amazing and. My wife even said she's kind of retired from Metallica shows. Well, yeah, I mean, she's like, I, "That's the pinnacle." I'm not. If gonna... you're not a fanatic like we are, it makes sense. Like, yeah. if you're if you're just a kind of a casual Metallica fan, and you see that. Yeah, I mean, I well, I'm never topping that. <laughs> yeah, although you I know? did tell her after this show we just saw, I was like, well, you know, we had the the this is basically a hockey arena. Yeah, and hockey arenas are set up to where you have a pretty good amount of space. You know, the guy in front of you is pretty far below you. Oh yeah, because this guy in front of me had his stupid phone up almost the entire time. It didn't bother oh, me because he was oh. so far below me. And that's been our issue, really, with with the kind of arena shows. Yeah. My wife and I, especially, we're so frustrated with these the phone thing, and she's like, "I just want to, don't want to do it anymore." But at the PPG Paints Arena, it was cool. Like, yeah, the guy people was. People were. Yeah. It was. We had plenty of room to see, and right. Um, it was fine. So yeah, yeah. I, I told her she probably would have had a really good time because yeah, you, you so. know all the songs, you know, right. and you know. So. Well, we can shift into that since we've uh, you know we've kind of yeah, hit I mean, some of the highlights. Yeah, there's so many Metallica shows that we've looked at. I mean, yeah, there, the there are more stories and, yeah. um, that we could pull up <laughs> regarding it, but we'll save those for another time. Yeah, yeah. we have yeah. other other tales of woe about <laughs> miss, yeah, missing a meet and greet. Yeah, you've had a rough time with the town. I'm thinking about it. Man, you've had the, the I have. 89 thing, the 2004 thing, and yeah. then you can, I mean, the summer sanitarium thing. Basically, you had you you won. I won, which I'll never win again. I'm sure. I no. won meet and greet passes, which I was so super excited about, but. I missed yeah. it because DC traffic sucks yeah. balls, and uh, it took knows me four hours to get from Sterling, Virginia, to DC. Yeah, to the, well, to it was yeah, was it? It was Baltimore. No, Baltimore. Right? It was I'm Baltimore. Sorry. Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, to Baltimore. Yeah. Which it really should only take maybe two hours. That's the Beltway in '95, right? Yep. Is that what there it was? was construction on the Beltway. I also missed an exit. Oh, well, that's so, easy to do on the Beltway. Yeah. I missed an exit. There was construction. It took me four hours to get there. By the time I got there, the meet and greet passed. <sighs> unbelievable so <laughs> uh, i mean i i did meet them once albuquerque so yeah i've still not yet i've still yet to meet rob yeah so I, 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 I do hope rob. to meet rob one yeah. day but, but uh and but, nowadays it's so it's so weird the way the meet and greets work well that's why i'm saying i don't think i'll get to the end because if you want to do a vip thing you have to pay you like pay, yeah. like 300 bucks or whatever just to do it i'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry yeah, I, I love metallica but I can't pay that much. I can't justify paying three hundred fifty dollars, four hundred dollars to mm-hmm. to get a, an experience, a VIP experience yeah. ticket. It just doesn't. Yeah. I like I said, I might do the black ticket if I had the money because yeah. that is cool to be able to do that. But you know, I can't afford the the, the cost of tickets these days. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's insane. So I get that's how artists make their money these days. Yeah, and I I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I just can't afford it. Yeah, so. exactly. So, but anyway, this concert. Yeah. Um, so. You know, obviously they opened up with Hardwired. Um, yeah, they did the same thing that they did on uh, the last tour, where they played the first two songs from the new album. Yep. Yeah, and yep. I think they did that on the Puppets tour too. I think they did. Yeah. Battery into Puppet and Master Puppets. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of cool that they're. Yeah. They they're kind of revisiting that. I like, yeah. I like that. That was nice. Yeah. So open with that, and then I think you have the set list. I right? I'll get the set list. Yeah. yeah, it's on my phone. They, I mean, the one. I, I'm never disappointed to see Metallica. I, I was super excited to see them. I haven't yeah. seen them so long. It was great. Um, I do wish they had played a little more from Justice. Yeah. Um, and maybe a little more from Puppets. Yeah. Um, there was, like, one surprise. Whiplash was kind of a surprise. I didn't expect that. Mm-mm. But otherwise, otherwise, it was a pretty standard Yeah, I mean, there's there's songs that, going in, you know you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to get you're going you're gonna to get Inner Sandman. You're going to get Nothing Else Matters. You're going to get Sad But True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are staples. Yeah. Um, on this tour, you're going to get the first two songs, of course. Right, and it was cool to hear. I hadn't heard a lot of the new stuff live yet. Yeah, I So that was, that was really cool to hear. Yeah. Like, Now That We're Dead, and the whole thing they do with the drums there. That was awesome. During Now That We're Dead, which yeah, they've been awesome. doing for a while, but they kind of incorporated... They have this whole cube thing. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and look it up online. But there's these like rows of cubes that are aligned at the top of the stage, near yeah. the top of the stage, and they come down throughout the show, showing different images on them. Yeah. They're digital, basically, showing all these different images. And um, they have four big cubes on the stage which are actually enclosed drums these giant like kettle drum type things so when the middle part comes of now that we're dead where it's this kind of drum breakdown they kind of all just come out and do this cool thing on drums which by the way 
311 did that first. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> I think even 311, 4 311, other bands have done yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Sepultura did it too. And, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's been done. But, but it was very cool how they incorporated the cubes and the, the, the like, there was a, you know, a digital display on them that was showing different things. So and cool. James was a pretty good drummer. Yeah, yeah, because he was doing a lot of snare stuff. Yeah, he was. Like, they were doing, like, doing these snare, snare rolls, rolls, and then at the end, like, it was, like, this build-up snare roll they did. It was like, yeah, well. I think that's even better than Lars is, 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 is like, a, like, a proper <laughs> snare roll, like, the actual, like, drumline snare roll. Yeah, thing yeah, thing. yeah. Lars doesn't do that. No. no offense to Lars, but he does. He's not a dynamic guy. And James right. was like, "I was like, look at James go." Yeah, like, right. Like doing the old ghost note. Like, yeah, 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 that's pretty good. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, spit out the bone. That was my favorite thing they played. Yeah, and that was their first encore song. Like they stepped, they went off, and then they, and then you hear in the background. Um, right? Wasn't that first encore song? It's right here. Yeah. Yeah, first encores. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear the the intro to spit out the bone and you're like oh i know what's coming yeah that was they did a lot of that kind of cool intro to songs yes. things like they played unforgiven and there was just oh nice, that was really cool yeah like really cool almost Acoustic. like outtakes from the studio tracks like yeah yeah little, i don't know if there's a little yeah but like that and the yeah. little yeah really cool. like, i can't remember the name of this i don't know if this is a poem i have no idea <laughs> i want to say cantabella but i know that's not right yeah i think it's a pasta it goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, that and the, and then just that acoustic A that yeah that really holding cool. out that note and, yeah um, also the intro to one is a little different nowadays yep a little more from the one video yeah that was cool that. it was really cool yeah I was wondering because they started with spoiler alert if you don't want to know what this comes <laughs> yeah. but they started with as you know the video in one they show clips from that movie Johnny got his gun right yeah and so they show those through the uh, you know on the little cubes. Little, I was wondering, are they going to try to incorporate that while they're playing it too? Kind of oh, like yeah. with the video. Yeah. I thought that could have been kind of cool, yeah, but that, that'd yeah. be difficult to do. So. Yeah. But the other cool thing about that was they were showing, I, I assume, on the cubes, all pictures of, uh, I assume, war veterans. Yeah, from, they had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like so just uh, different veterans from, I, I assume, different wars. Um, yeah. They did look like a, from a specific era, but yeah i'm curious to find i might actually research that yeah find out who they are what that was all about yeah because yeah, i was wondering maybe it's family members maybe it's you know yeah, i don't know who knows but yeah, that was nice though yeah that was cool yeah uh the set list um yeah seek and destroy was next after uh after hardwired and atlas rise which is pretty much the opposite of what they've been doing yeah yeah for a good <laughs> they while. almost opened with it yeah yeah i mean that's for a while it was like that was the closing song yeah. seeking destroy for years yeah yeah years and it was getting kind of old so it was kind of it was good to see that pushed more towards the front of the set yep um wherever i may roam was next which is cool i mean yeah. you know good song uh i hadn't seen that played live in a good while so yeah that was cool yeah that was good uh unforgiven, unforgiven which, yeah. yeah that was cool now that we're dead which we just talked about, talked the drums. about that. So that, that song lasts like a good 14 minutes because of right that. yeah i know <laughs> this is a very long <laughs> song drum solo so. in the middle yeah yeah um creeping death which of course anytime you can't play death, yeah you can't go to without a concert without hearing that yeah and that's always fantastic oh yeah and that was like uh during the die die chant i was like i want to see the red lights oh yeah give me, give me red lights yeah, yeah and then sure enough yeah as soon as that hit Red lights, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Necessity. Very important. Necessity. Yeah. Have to have that. Uh, from the bell tolls, uh, that's a, kind of a staple. Well, there was one thing that happened during that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And it was, uh, and James does this a lot during the show, but he'll come up behind Lars and he'll just play behind him. Yeah. Which I always think is really cool. But there was a moment too. that I noticed during Bells that, where he was just standing there with like this giant grin on his face <laughs> and Lars was playing right in front of him. I'm like, those guys have been playing together for 40 years almost. It's awesome. Like two-thirds of their life. Think about that. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's amazing that they can still have that much joy yeah. and excitement when they're playing live. Yeah, it's not fake. No, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, that's part of them, you know? Yeah. Music is is them, you know? I mean, yeah. they, they talk about one of the big themes of the concert is family. Like, they always say in between songs, welcome to the like family, you know? And yeah. even Jim Brewer before the before the concert said, you know, for the first timers here, welcome to the family. Yeah. You know, you're part of the family now. And it, it kind of reflected that with that moment where James is sta sitting there with, I mean, that's basically a family, it's basically his brother. Yeah. I mean, right? really, honestly. I mean, it really is. Yeah. So it's just amazing to me that they can keep doing that. Yeah. That's 40 awesome. years almost. I love it when he goes up to the drums and he puts his leg up on the, the bass drum. Yeah. And yeah. He just stands there with his leg. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. And then, I mean, throughout the concert, there's moments. In fact, there was one moment, it may have been during one, where they're all 
Yeah, they, they were all on the riser. Yeah, and they get around Lars. Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah. I love when they do that. That's great. It's so cool. So that was a moment from from Bells that I remember. Yeah, um, and of course, I love seeing Rob play the beginning of Bells. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he does it. I mean, when Jason did it, it was a little bit different. It was with a pick. So yeah, it sounded different. But Rob does with you know his fingers. fingers There's yeah. an extra little bit. Do do do. You know, a little bit a little, yeah, little yeah, more. Yeah. A little more uh, cliff esque. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah. I think uh, Rob plays it better than. And they allowed him to do a little more. Like, it was a little bass solo thing before it, too. Yeah. So. When was his little homage to the Cliff, the little anesthesia bit? Uh, that was during the doodle, the Kirk and. Oh, that's right. Okay. So it was right right at okay. the end of that. All right. So, yeah. So the next song was Sanitarium, which was. I love seeing Sanitarium live. Oh, yeah. 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 That's and I think great. they did a little intro thing to that, too. Oh, and they I did. Think yeah. They did. Were, there was. There was a weird kind of like this weird guitar bass it was yeah it was sounding. it was like the bass line which is really kind of buried in the mix on yeah the album. Well, that's what but you was, can yeah. hear because uh, i recognize like what is that yeah i, I know that, that me too i was like i know that this is but i don't know what, what is, yeah like, yeah what it is was that? yeah so that was really cool yeah that um, was very cool and i think i heard someone behind me go sanitarium and i was like it's not sam yeah i know is it yeah and i was like maybe yeah. it is that was, and then they busted into it, it was yeah cool. so and again that's kind of like what they did with unforgiven where they pulled these master tape right clips yeah yeah just used it as a little intro, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lars messed up on Sanitarium, which was funny because <laughs> <laughs> at right. the end, yeah, um, which is it's easy to mess that song up because the end is, end is a little bit weird. Yeah, but he did the the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Going the into the. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came. I think he came in early on that. Right. And James is like. Yeah, he pointed right at him. He's like, and he's was, like, was that me? No, yeah, that was you. That was he's you. like, that was, that was you. you. He's like, that was you. Lars knew it too, though. Yeah, he knew. He made a face. He's like, oh, yeah. He messed yeah. up on Atlas Rise also. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get your Lars mistakes. It's almost. <laughs> it's almost like, I kind of like it in a way. Like, it's like it's he's human. Like, yeah. Like, well, it's like you see Metallica, and yeah. I wouldn't want some other guy playing. Well, that of course not. You wouldn't want. It would, you know, I, I like it when it's like, yeah, it's yeah. He's a, it's Lars. Right. <laughs> he, right. He does that. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't mind it. I mean, James laughed it off, so it was cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the, the Kirk Rob Doodle after Sanitarium. So they've been doing this thing at each show. Where they play a song that is specific to an artist from that area. Right. So like, in, I guess in St. Paul or Minnesota, they did a Prince song. Yeah, yeah. So like, if there's an artist from that town, they'll play one of their artist's songs. I have no idea what they played. Still don't know. I don't know what that was. I tried played. Googling it, and I couldn't even find anything on Google. Like, I don't know if anyone... Well, there, clearly there were people in the audience that knew. Yeah, they were clapping along. they were clapping along and, along and singing. singing. I was like, stuff. I don't know what, what this is. What is this? Yeah, I don't know what it was. I think it may have been... There's a punk band, Anti-Flag, from yeah. Pittsburgh, and I assume it was them, but... Yeah, and Rob said, let's do a local deep cut. Right. You know? And I was like, all right, well, I'm not from Pittsburgh. Right. I grew up no. in D.C., so maybe if you guys had... You know, if it was a D.C. and played like a Bad Brain song or something, no. I would have known it, but... Uh, Pam said they should have played Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and I think they probably should have. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I think that would have been great. I think that would have been good. But that was kind of brief, the little local song thing, and they busted into a guitar bass version of Shortest Short Straw, Strong, which yeah. was great. That was, was great. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. And the crowd was singing along. I think Rob was kind of you know, prompting people to sing. Yeah. Him, but the crowd was singing more than Rob yeah. was. Yeah. And that was great. It's awesome. Yeah. And then Rob did... Uh, yeah, he did his little anesthesia pulling teeth. Yeah, which is cool because they had Cliff on the those cubes. Yes. They had Cliff. They yeah. showed the shots of Cliff. Yeah. You know, yeah. homage. It was, and he plays that song or that perfectly. bass thing perfectly. Yeah. Holy crap! Perfectly. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the bass tone. He yeah. Got that down perfectly. Yeah. Like wow. a little bit of distortion. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then the surprise after that was um, Whiplash. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Metallica play Whiplash probably since 92. Yeah, that was good. Well, I saw him in 2011 play it at the Fillmore thing. Right. In terms yeah, of like in an arena. Right, yeah, a yeah. proper tour. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm playing Whiplash. Like yeah. That. Well, I think Lars has said that he'll look at set lists from when they've played that city before. Okay. To see which ones they haven't played in a while. Okay. So he'll pull songs they haven't played in a while in that city. Like, yeah. so I... I can only assume they haven't played Whiplash in Pittsburgh since like 92 or something. Yeah. You know? I know so. they didn't play it when I saw him in 2004. Yeah. So... I, I like that the, I like that he does that. He takes, he cool. takes care and and yeah, looks at deciding it. which songs to play in each city. I think that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, after that was um, Memory, Memory Remains, which uh, I've seen them play that a lot. A lot, yeah. So I'm gonna say what you will about the song. It's I like seeing it live because of the audience participation. Yes. That's very cool. Yeah, the end is I great. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was played a lot in the '90s. Yeah. Like pretty much every show after '97, you got Memory Remains. So it's kind of like. All right, 
I think it's the one that they always play from that that era too. Yeah, like the load reload era. You that hear fuel and and, and, and memory remains, memory remains and yeah. that's pretty much, which is kind of sad because those yeah. are like two of my least favorites from from that whole era. Like fuel's pretty good. I but like fuel, but yeah, it's they just, play it way too fast. Yeah, it's too fast and it's overplayed. So. Yeah, and memory remains is kind of like eh, all right. Yeah, I'm kind of bored with the song and. Load was not represented at all. It wasn't a single song from Load. No. Uh, actually, in terms of like the albums, yeah, no no Death Magnetic songs, no Load songs. Of course, no St. Anger songs. That's not no. a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, like two Kill 'Em All songs? Yeah. Uh, one Ride the Lightning, right? Just for him to vote Two. Oh, Could Be Death. Death. Yeah, yeah. Death. And Puppets with Sanitarium. Was that it? No, Puppets also. Oh, Bus Puppet, of course. Yeah. 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 We'll but yeah, I wish they had played more, maybe Leopard Messiah or yeah. Disposable Heroes or something like that. Something like that. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, you know, yeah, they I, can't be choosers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the set list, you can kind of tell that it's in a way geared towards, um, let's not hurt ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's another point I wanted to bring up is that Lars, uh, you know, at the age they're at now, of course, I think the drums are going to be the most difficult thing to play yeah, the when they play their aspect. classic thrash stuff. Yeah. James still has it. Oh, yeah. His right hand it's is insane. like, the, he's the riff master. And it's, it's crazy to watch him play some of that stuff. That yeah. down picking, just constant down picking. I can't believe. Yeah. Like, I'm in my 40s and I have a hard time playing Master of Puppets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to watch him, to, and then, you know, Rob and Kirk. I think Kirk was actually on point, really, really on point in this show. Yeah. Like his, his solos were fantastic. Yeah, they were really, really good. good job. Yeah. But Lars, I mean, Lars was fine, but there's moments where. You can tell that it's it's getting to him, where especially the really fast stuff, yeah. like that snare is almost inaudible because it's so he's playing it so fast that he can only hit it so hard. Yeah, he's playing like usually he and his he's a hard hitter. Right? Yeah, he's like a really like bam. Right, bam. right. When he, the fast stuff, he's like kind of hunched over and just like, yeah, just a, da, 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 and that's like, like man, it's a little sad to see. Yeah, <laughs> it's like because you know they're getting older and it means they're not going to be playing much longer. Yeah, but. Um, I mean, he's still entertaining to watch, of oh, course, yeah. and they put on a fantastic show. It's just, yeah. it's. I noticed that that it's, you know, I, I kind of noticed even just busting the hardwired when they came out. Yeah, like I, I, the drums are a little quiet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's because it's really fast, and you can hardly hit the snare. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Too. Even the, even the bass drum is like that because it's like you'll hear like a you know when he goes to hit the cymbal, it's much louder. Like da, 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 whoosh, yeah, and then it's yeah. quiet and bam. Yeah, so yeah. he, yeah, he's struggling a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Mm. The whole bass is a little sloppy. Yeah, it's getting sloppy. <laughs> the double bass in one was uh, a, little, a little off. Yeah. When it first came in, it was like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it got a little better when the guitar kicked in, but yeah, yeah, when it's just him, it was like, yeesh. Yeah. Yeah. But what are you, what like are you said, gonna do? I, I don't want. I, it's it's them or nothing. I don't want to see some replacement no, no, guy no. up there like, well, Lars goes to And they won't do that. Guys, they won't do that. They would never tour without, I mean, they, they've played shows without Lars, but they, they never do like a full-blown tour without. No. Or they, they just quit, I think. If, yeah, I think at this point, would. if somebody died or something happened to no, one of the members, be that'd be it. Yeah. yeah, and that's the way I think it should be. I don't, and I don't want to see, I like the imperfections. Yeah, yeah, right. I like it. Right. I like that that's yeah. the four guys that you you want to see. That's Metallica. And that's, yeah. It's not James and like three right. guys that he hired right like that would be yeah. blame I mean, well there are bands you s- expect to see and you want to hear i mean you expect to hear perfection when you see them like yeah bands that are, are kind of oh like tool yeah right yeah right. like if you i know? go see tool i want to see like yeah yeah ridiculous musicians doing ridiculous right. things yeah, yeah yeah and i expect that with metallic it's way looser and yeah, i understand I mean, that they started as a garage band and they were always been kind of a you know hardcore thrash type band so you want to kind of see that I, yeah them. i just yeah yeah. It's that or nothing, really, honestly. Right. So, so let's see. Set list. Uh, next one was um, Oh, Moth into Flame, which was great. Yes. That was fantastic. Yeah, again, seeing that live for the first time. Yeah, that was awesome. That was fantastic, yeah. That was... It's crazy to think that that album's been out for over almost two, almost years. two years, and yeah. I still haven't seen it yeah. live. Yeah, that was my first time seeing it live. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? Wait, and I guess, yeah, that's right, isn't it? I liked the... Uh, the moths. Oh yeah, those little drones, I guess. <laughs> yeah, drones. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. They made them float around. Yeah. Of course, that was one of the moments which Tim and I both find very annoying is when everyone just has to pull their phone out. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, look at those things! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get on camera. <laughs> I know. I have to record. I have to watch the show through a five-inch screen yeah. instead of watching it with my eyes. Yeah. yeah. And if, like I said, if, 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 my, on, if my seat wasn't a lot higher up than the guy in front of me, I'd been really pissed off. Oh yeah. If I was on the floor and everyone it was like multiple flame comes on and they're doing this the whole time. No. I've been super annoyed. Yeah. But, yeah, fortunately it didn't really impact the show. Uh, no. 
no, I still enjoy the show. It's just I, I feel like you know, there are professional photographers and videographers there. Well, taking these things. Yeah, <laughs> so. not only that, but the majority of my time seeing Metallica was there. Were, cell phones didn't exist. Right. Yeah. And I, I like going to see them the way I saw them. Yeah. I don't want to be like, well, now I have to do this phone thing because I have a phone. Yeah. I just want to see Metallica. Right. Play. Yeah. Period. I might yep. take a shot before the show starts and after the show's over, take a shot of the stage. Yep. Cool. But during the show, I'm watching the band. Yeah. And well, the other cool thing they did, which we haven't mentioned, is the fact that every single show is recorded. Uh, yeah. There's an audio recording of every show. And if you, there's a barcode on your ticket. And if you scan that barcode, you get a code to access free the download of the the audio from that concert. Yeah. It's soundboard, reco- soundboard recording. Yeah. That's engineered by the guy that produced Hardwired. Oh, okay. So if you if you listen to those live recordings, they have that they have a similar kind of the drums have a similar tone. Yeah, yeah. You can tell it's the same guy. Right. It's Greg Fiddleman. Yeah, yeah. He engineers those. So. Uh, so you get that. It, with it sounds the fantastic. Concert ticket and it sounds fantastic. So there's no reason for you really to record. I mean, I shouldn't I shouldn't diss bootleggers because I. No, yeah. <laughs> I have a shitload of bootlegs. Yeah. And I've authored a shitload of bootlegs. So, but I feel like those guys, the guys that bootleg shows, they bring in. They're not using this. Right. They snuck in a good, right, right, like right. A small little handy cam or right. something, and they're actually sneaking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going like this. Right. <laughs> it's it's a little bit different. So yeah. I, I respect those guys a lot more because they're. Well, and that's the thing. It. The times are different now, where you can find these recordings online easily. Yeah. Um, and you know, I get that you're you want that recording for yourself, and you want to have that on your YouTube yeah. screen or your, your YouTube page. Sorry, uh, I, I get that, yeah, but well, it, I feel like. For me, it takes away from the concert experience. It does, yeah. You're going to be part of the concert. You're going to witness this. And, you know, you have those memories to take with you. I don't, personally, I don't need to save those on my phone no. for years to come. I have, I can go back and look online and find those myself if I want to. No, and if, and if somebody, like my friends who record the shows, they, they use good equipment. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They sneak in good cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like... I'll watch this. Right. You know. Uh, and, and Metallica releases live stuff like once every five or six years, like live videos, you know. Yeah, they like do. They'll, they'll do a, I'm sure there's going to be something on this tour. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, so yeah. I'll get that on, on yeah. Blu-ray when it comes yeah. out or whatever, yeah. and, you know, I'll have that to pull from. Yeah. So, personally, I don't I don't see the advantage of doing that. Especially when they're holding it vertically. Uh, <laughs> like, that, that's the worst. <laughs> what are you doing? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's annoying. But anyway, uh, Moth into Flame uh, was great. And actually, yeah. um, I was surprised because Lars usually skips double bass parts, but he did, he did the double bass at the end. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, hey, he's good. doing it. Yeah, yeah he's doing yeah, it. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, it sounded great. Yep. Um, so what was that, was that the end of the first? Uh, I think that was... Oh, Sabatrue. Right. Okay. Yeah, Sabatrue, which that's a staple. Yeah. It's always good to hear live, but we've heard it yeah. a thousand times live. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if it hadn't been there, I'd have been okay with it. If it was replaced by something like Dream No More, right, right, yeah, or even like Devil's Dance or something that's equally as heavy, yeah. I'd have been more than happy. Yeah, well, that that one actually is where they they almost take a little break, and James is a little yeah, it is a little like, like chat with the audience. Yeah, like talks about family again. And yeah, he noticed a, a kid in the front row that was seven years old, and he's like, "What's your name, little dude?" And you know, he was chatting with him about that. So the rest of the the guys in the band are just kind of behind him while he's talking just trying to take a little break yeah yeah like rob didn't even have his bass on he's yeah. just like walking around yeah like pointing people and stuff so yeah. they took a little 10 minute break and james was talking to people and then you know it's coming because he's like do you guys like heavy yeah it gives you heavy baby yeah and they bust into yeah separate so, it's a great song yeah can't yeah, complain about it just i just I've, we're both a little bit tainted because we've seen yeah, and listen to so many live things. Yeah, yeah, that you're like, I mean, if I hadn't seen it before, of course I'd want to hear. Yeah, that. this is like my second show ever. Right. You yeah. know, and in '92 I wanted to hear Sabbath True. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2018, I'm like, I've kind of heard that. Yeah. A lot, yeah. but it's a staple, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, we talked about one, which was next. The intro yeah. to one was great. Yeah. Uh, it's always. I mean. Yeah. A little less pyro this time. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. There was no usually the lion like lamb hunt. Yeah, there was, and the beginning of the song usually has like. Almost like tracer fire, yeah, yeah, bombs yeah. going off. That's like you expect that, and yeah. there was literally none of that. Yeah. There was like, sounds of explosions and sounds right. of gunfire and like flashing lights and stuff, but there was no yeah. actual power. And I wonder if it's uh, an arena limitation, Maybe. something like that. Yeah, because I'd be curious to watch some other shows from the yeah, me too. If there's, yeah, I'll have to look into that. There, and that, there was some pyro, right, uh, here and there, and there was some fire, but it was very limited. Yeah, and there was 
Was there any in one? Was there any at all? Maybe at the end? Uh, see, the, I don't remember anything in the end. I don't think there was anything well, at all. I was waiting for it. Yeah, I was waiting was for the landmine. Landmine, <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't get that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Uh, and then puppets, of course. You're going to get Master Robots. I always love hearing Master Puppets. Oh, yeah, um, Especially the middle. The middle, yeah. The middle to the end is what I'm like. Because they skipped that for years. Yeah, they did, for, for whatever years, reason. Yeah, they thought they didn't do the best part of the song, which yeah. was the middle all the way to the end. Yeah. The heavy part and the solo and mm-hmm. the rest of the song, like, that's the best part of the song. Yeah, and yeah. They would They would cut that out. Yeah. They've brought it back in the past 15 years or so. Well, that part, I mean, his guitar tone and that part, or yeah, the slow part in the middle. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. Perfect, yeah. It sounds so, so good. So good. And then the, the dueling little solo thing that yeah. he and Kirk do. Yeah. It's fantastic. I've, I've said it before. My favorite thing musically ever is the middle of puppets all the way to up to the solo. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. whole thing, that the, the harmonizing guitar part yeah. and the master. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. That's the best thing ever recorded in music. <laughs> Nothing is ever going to beat that. It's hard to hard to dispute that. Yeah, that to me is the best thing that's ever been recorded. In yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. So and of course they did that. So I was like, okay, thank you. Yep. yep. <laughs> Even if I've seen puppets live, well, however many times I've seen it, I still want to see it again. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah, fine with definitely. that. And then after that was spit out the bone, which was I think the best thing. Yeah, I think so too. What was my favorite thing that they did? Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Now the one thing about that that we didn't talk about is this oh, show yeah. for whatever reason, yeah. like. Three times, one time before this, and three times during Spill the Bone, the, bone the, best song. the the actual PA went out. Like yeah. the, the, the the monitors <laughs> pushing the sound out to the audience just cut off. Literally cut off. Yeah. So, so you hear nothing for like heard was 10, like, 15, well, maybe like maybe 10 seconds. Maybe. maybe it was like, brief, but yeah. it, was, it was weird because all you heard was literally like Lars's snare. Yeah. 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 Like you that's could, all you heard. You could audibly, just barely hear James singing. Yeah. Like, and then that, that was it. I'm like, Which, what the hell's happening? Yeah. And yeah. it worried the hell out of me. I was like, yeah, is this going to stop and they're yeah. going to have to like cut the show off short or something? That's what I was worried about. Like, if it stays like this. Yeah. And do Metallica even know? Right. I don't think they did. Because they, they have, have the in-ears. Yeah, they have in-ears. And, and uh, so I don't, think they, I don't think they were aware at all because they didn't do anything. Like, they didn't slow down and stop. They didn't do anything. So, yeah. They, but it was scary because yeah. I thought that, I like, fuck, the show's going to end. Yeah. I thought that. I thought, well, I'm going to stop this. And then... Yeah, because it happened during Puppets, I think. Yeah. Once. I think so. In the beginning. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, oh shit, what was that? Yeah. And, and it stopped. didn't happen again. I was like, oh, good. Yeah, and then it, it happened three times, spit out the bone. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I assume they fixed whatever the problem was during spit out the bone because it yeah. didn't happen again the rest of the night. But It was just weird. Yeah, it was. It was an unfortunate, really, because that yeah. was my favorite song I did. Yeah. And then, of course, um, Nothing Else Matters and, and Inner Sandman. Um, yeah, the two closers. You're going to get both of those songs. Every, of course. Every show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sandman especially you're going to get yeah you're not, they can't get out of that arena alive without playing in our Sandman so. nope nope <laughs> so just enjoy it you know what it is yeah I mean I do wish because I know that they used to do like when we saw them in 2009 they did that but then they came back out and yeah. did like three classics and I think they did like um, uh, Motor Breath yeah they do like Motor like, Breath that was amazing like I, you wear, how often do you hear that song like? yeah so I, I kind of wish I was hoping for that I know I was just like one more encore yeah like, and I didn't you know like doing Am I Evil or Blitzkrieg or you know something yeah. a bread fan or something yeah. that's kind of a weird right because I you know but. ending with Inner Sandman while it's expected it's almost a little disappointing yeah because it's like yeah, that's what you were expecting that was, yeah I you know yeah I know we're going to hear that but I would maybe like to hear it as the yeah, first encore and then yeah, have exactly. a second encore come exactly. out and do something one of the classic like classic thrash songs yeah so. yeah that was kind of surprising that that's what it ended with but yeah what are you do? well that's it and you know who knows when we'll see him next hopefully soon um, yeah it's getting kind of worrisome because how many more of these tours are there actually going to be I know Yeah. how many more albums are there going to be yeah yeah I was thinking to myself like man if he's having a hard time playing some of these songs the next album might be a little stripped down maybe more black album like because yeah it's uh, you know. I mean, you can do some studio magic and put some fast songs on there, but whether they play them live, right? Yeah. And what the so, set list is going to be like. Yeah, and, you know, and they, uh, every time they write new albums, they always say, "Well, we're not going to let it go this this song again." Yeah. You know, know. It was between Death Magnetic and uh, Hardwire, Hardwire was eight years, and they're yeah. like, "Well, we're not going to let it go eight years again." Yeah, well, it's already been two, so. Well, it's already. I been mean, two that'd be nice. I'd like to hear another album, maybe in twenty twenty one or something. That'd be yeah, cool, but but they've know. already got plans for next summer. Yeah. So it's not coming out anytime soon. No. It probably wouldn't be for another, geez, like you said, like 21, 22. Yeah. And, so. then, and then you're put, they're pushing, they're pushing, pushing 60 at that point. Yeah, I know. 
Shit, they're already pushing <laughs> sixty, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they're James is like what fifty five. I think he's fifty six. Yeah, so I mean, you started in sixty. It's hard to play Damage Incorporated when you're sixty years old. <laughs> yeah, I mean Maiden. Maiden's closest. I know Nick and McBrain is in his sixties. Yeah, and uh, I think Bruce just turned fifty nine or something like that. Yeah. We talked about this on a previous episode. Anyway, yeah. and a lot of these bands are going to start, you know, winding winding up. You know, just kind of winding down. I guess is that word. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at bands be... like Black Sabbath, who who are well, they did their final tour this year, but that music isn't. While it's difficult, and Bill Ward's a great drummer, it probably isn't as hard to play that kind no, of stuff than the thrash stuff. No, they're they're a heavy band. The tempo know. stuff isn't, you know, that's, yeah, that's the hard, that's what they struggle. Yeah. So, you know, you can see those bands and like Rolling Stones, of course, they're not going to, you can play that shit. Yeah. And Slayer, sleep, practically. Slayer are done now. I guess, I'm not, I'm not sure when the last show is. Once, once the last show is, is done, that's it. Yeah. More Slayer tours. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Who knows what they're going to do, but, you know, it's all speculation at this point. So. Yeah, I just, I hope there's more shows to come. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope they do something. I think eventually it's going to be. They'll probably do like four or five shows a year, near the near the end of their run. Probably. I really hope they don't. They do not do some kind of Las Vegas residency thing. Oh God, no! I, that's so kind of embarrassing. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they'll do that. I would hate that. No, I don't think so. No. That's for like Rod Stewart and people like that. Yeah, I, that'd be even like <laughs> Britney Spears. Guys, don't do that. I really hope they do something like that. If you're no. gonna just bow out gracefully when you guys are ready. Yeah, I don't see them doing that. I wouldn't yeah. expect that. But yeah, we'll see. I wouldn't go if it is. No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. Lounge Metallica. <laughs> I mean, it would be a proper metal show, but just to be like cheesy as hell. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. All right, we should cut it short. Yeah. We, we get, well, I say cut it short, but it's almost an hour. <laughs> you mean cut it off. Cut it off. Yeah. It's almost an hour long now. We've had zero viewers. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> Which are jerks. Uh, we're not that kind of show. I think we're well, this is the first time we've done anything with YouTube, and we haven't put ourselves out there on YouTube. So, you know, this will be posted if you're watching this on Facebook. You know, it, it's going to be posted there, and you know, we'll try to put links up on Instagram, places like that. So, yeah. but yeah, speaking of which, uh, Facebook.com slash Some More Time Podcast, uh, Twitter.com slash SIT Music Podcast, Instagram.com slash Some More Time Podcast. And YouTube. What's the YouTube URL? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just look for you somewhere in time. Slash user slash. Yeah. I, I think you have to have a certain amount of viewers or something before you can actually have a, oh, a unique you, oh, okay. URL. All right. So there's nothing unique right now. Yeah. Just look for us and I'll post links on Facebook. Please like and subscribe. That's right. <laughs> God. So uh, as far as upcoming episodes, we're still working on that. Um yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we, we put a poll out there, and I think we're gonna have to stick with classic metal stuff. Yeah, well, considering it was a hundred percent. Yeah. In favor of <laughs> yeah. classic metal. I think like ten people voted, and it was all. Everyone was like, "No, stick with classic metal." So yeah. We're gonna hold off on any talk about Ghost or Mastodon or Gojira, and we'll stick with um, this classic classic stuff. So. We have some ideas. We have some ideas. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're gonna still do like a kind of what we did with '88. I think we'll we'll. Maybe get back to that eventually, yeah, but I want to. Yeah. I think we want to start talking about some maybe different eras of music and uh, yeah. kind of what was happening around certain times of of, of the eighties and nineties. Yeah, we finished with eighty eight, and we still have a few months left in the year. So, yeah, um, we may do eighty nine, yeah, two thousand nineteen. We're talking about that. Yeah, so kind of cool. That's a that's an idea we're floating around. Be so. fun. There's a lot of stuff in eighty nine. It was really good. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll keep you posted. Yeah, if you have if you have ideas out there. Yeah, absolutely. We need feedback. We need people to tell us what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right, and what you want to hear. Right. I mean, what do you want us to talk about? If you have ideas for shows or bands or albums, let us know. If you want to be on the podcast. Yeah, fuck it. Who cares? It's really easy to get on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when we got Craig LaCicero on, I was like, oh, God, is he gonna, you know, this is going to be difficult for him to do? And he's like, oh, done. Easy. Yeah, it's really easy. It's super easy. So We have the technology. Yeah, it's very, very easy to be a part of the show. Yeah. I'd love to have people come on and get yeah. their thoughts and ideas and be a Absolutely. guest. So, so yeah. yeah, we'll be reaching out. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thanks for watching, everybody. And stay tuned yep. for more nature. Bye bye. Alright, see you. Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. 
metal and in certain other forms of rock give teenagers something to believe in that they get no place else. The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. 